Welcome, Sarepta. This morning, we're going to explore an entire book of the Bible. So fasten your seatbelts. Turn with me to Jonah chapter 1. If you go to Matthew and turn left, you'll get there quicker than if you start in Genesis. So let's read from Jonah chapter 1. The word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise! Go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come to me. But! That was the trouble. Jonah did arise, but he went in the opposite direction. He went down to Joppa, and went to the high street, and went to Thomas Cook, and bought a ticket to Tarshish, which is due west, whereas Nineveh is due east. So Joppa, that rings a bell somewhere, doesn't it? Rings a bell, Joppa, Joppa, Joppa. What sort of business, a tanning business there? Anyhow, Joppa's a place of decision, or a decision where you either obey God or you defy God. And Jonah defied God, if you remember. Peter obeyed God, but that's another story. Now, Jonah was a believer. Jonah was a believer. You can't hear God if you're not a believer. And uh, uh, Jonah knew very well that a call from God could be bad news if you just wanted to pursue your own events. Uh, because a call from God means change and commission. So, um, Paul repeatedly reminds us that... Uh, Faith is to be obeyed. You either obey the law legalistically or you obey the faith relationally. But God can also. Joshua said but and God also said but and he doesn't play fair. God doesn't play according to the Queensby rules. He hurled a great storm on the sea and there was a great storm so that the ship was about to break up. So uh, God had different plans for, for Jonah. And uh, Jonah, meanwhile, as the crew were throwing the cargo overboard, uh, Jonah was asleep in the bowels of the ship. Oh, don't tell me how he could be a sheep in the, in the storm. I don't know the answer to that one. However, when he was awoken, Jonah knew exactly where the storm came from. And may we, beloved, may we not always attribute our troubles to the devil. Sometimes our troubles occur when Jesus wants us to make a change in direction. So, there were two routes to Nineveh. The direct route and the wet route. And Jonah chose the wet route. And he was thrown overboard, and immediately the storm abated. So, <coughs> before going east now, the word of the Lord, as we shall see, came to Jonah the second time. Uh, it was the same word, precisely the same word, as we read in chapter 3, precisely the same word, 
but it had a different response. Uh, this time, uh, Jonah arose and he went east. Uh, the, but the steps of repentance are usually descent before ascent. And so as we read in chapter 2, for three nights and three days, Jonah's body was in the belly of the big fish. Other versions call it the sea monster. It's not a whale, a plankton. And his body was in, in, in the big fish, but his spirit went on down. And we read in chapter 2 that uh, his, his spirit went down into hell. And he was covered on the way down by the waters encompassed him and the billows engulfed him and the bars of the roots of the mountains covered him and the bars of the earth covered him. He went down, down, down. But having gone down to the depths of the depths, Jonah came to his senses and he called on the Lord. He started worshipping. He started praying and giving thanks. And all things began to turn round. When we repent, things change. And uh, then, then God caused the big fish to vomit Jonah up onto dry land. And he set off onto Nineveh with the seaweed round his neck, as we're told in verse 5 of chapter 2. The gospel pattern of salvation is forecast in the story of Jonah. Death, burial and resurrection. I think uh, Susan Palmer has recently reminded us uh, that death to self, and she was quoting George Muller, I think, uh, is the key to turning things round. We, we show this again when we are baptised in water and we go down and we come up into newness of life as we are baptised as believers. Have you heard Jesus call you a second time? So the second word, and now we're in, in, in chapter 3, the second word that came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, in chapter 3, verse 1, was precisely the same as the first word. So the Lord's not going to change his mind when he calls us to action. He hasn't got a plan B. So Jonah arose and he went to Nineveh. Uh, but he was in a foul mood. He was in a towering rage for a very strange reason. He wanted to see a firework display. And he was, he was worried because he knew God was kind and merciful. And he was afraid that the Ninevites would repent and God would forgive them. And that's the last thing that Jonah wanted, full of, of malice and revenge. Uh, and he was furious. So he arrived in Nineveh, took three days to walk across, 
his message was, you've got 40 days, then chop, chop. And he had a furious, sulky scowl on his face. The trouble was that the Ninevites from King Dubega believed him, and they repented, and God forgave them, just as Jonah was afraid. And uh, he was outraged. And he argued with God and said, I knew you'd do this. And he went out of the city and, and sat down and waited and hoped for uh, at least some fireworks. And therefore, uh, when he was sitting outside the city, the, uh, he, he, it, was, it was blistering hot, so he tried to make a shelter for himself. But that was inadequate and he was still very uncomfortable. So God gave him a shelter. God gave him a shelter and made a plant grow up very suddenly. And he was delighted. And at least he was grateful for that. But then God destroyed the, the, the cover. And, and now <coughs> Jonah was back wanting to die. He was so angry. And, and God said to him, Why are you angry? Why are you angry? It's the second time he asked him, why are you so angry? Uh, and, and he says to us, Sarepta, why are you angry? Put off anger, it says very clearly. Put off anger. That, that's the, the, the message of the word to Jonah, and it's the message of, of us from the gospel. Put off anger. Take the clothing off and drop the anger. It won't get you anywhere. So, so the Lord pointed out, Jonah's double standards between himself and the Ninevites. The Lord had compassion and showed mercy to the 120,000 people in Nineveh who didn't know they were Arthur or Martha, much like our society today. And uh, he was also concerned for the animals according to the covenant he made with them. Let me read it to you. God made a covenant with the animals just as he made a covenant with mankind. In Genesis 9, verse 9, this is what we read. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, Now, my hold, I myself do establish my covenant with you, and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, of all that comes out of the ark, even every beast of the earth. So God was aware not only of the people of Nineveh, but of the animals in Nineveh. <laughs> and the, the story of, uh, of Jonah illustrates the way of God and the way of man is in conflict. We are born angry. We are children of wrath, according to Ephesians chapter 2. We are to put off that anger. And repentance means uh, not only a change of mind from unbelief to faith, but a, a change of direction from our way to his way. Amen. <coughs> now, I've, I've got something to add, because I've, I've been very worried about Mary Ellen. I had a notion that she might suffer from laryngitis. And uh, her brilliant leading of worship has been sublime. And I've wondered what happens if she gets laryngitis and is unable to lead the worship.
Well, I've realized I will have to step in the gap. And therefore, I have been uh, practicing. And I, I am now practicing uh, a hymn composed from Jonah chapter 2. And I'm going to sing it for you now just uh, as, as a forecast. Uh, so that when uh, Mary Ellen suffers from laryngitis and while she's recovering, I mean, her worship leading with Alan has been brilliant, uh, I will be able to step in the gap and there will be no worry. So here we go. This is uh, the Gospel according to Jonah, chapter 2. Here we go. Uh, right, right. Thank you very much. Are we going? You can join in with me if you wish. Here we go. Out of the belly of hell I cried. Out of the belly of hell I cried. Out of the belly of hell I cried. Glory to the Son of God. Lord, have mercy on my soul. It's in the book. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Glory to the Son of God. Salvation is of the Lord. Verse 9, chapter 2. Salvation is of the Lord. Salvation is of the Lord. Glory to the Son of God. Out of the belly of hell I cried, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Salvation is of the Lord. Glory to the Son of God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory to the Son of God. Love and blessings to you all. Amen.